Electrics for people who can't work the pitch stick right. Yes! Nice. Nice. Like a bird so high. Oh, I might just try. I wish that I could fly. Way up in the sky. Like a bird so high. Oh, I might just try. Oh, I might just try. Alienation version 2.0. I am Dan. This is episode 111. The gang's all here. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi. I thought What's you were going to leave me hanging there for a second. There was a little awkward pause. Yeah, we thought about it. <laughs> that was just internet lag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again. Speaking the... of internet lag. <laughs> what now? The 10th week in a row. The podcast gods are conspiring, but we made it through. We uh, got a good show lined up this time, so we did. We just did a great interview. Things are looking good. They are looking up. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No? I'm waiting for Nick. Yeah. To, I'm waiting. For, okay. Now I feel better. Nick has Nick has verified. No, I'm good. We're good. Are we good? Okay. Let's let's move. Let's move Onward. Forward. <laughs> Onward, James. Onward. Onward. So what, what's been going on, guys? Anything uh, new and exciting been happening for, you know, this week? I have exciting news. I don't believe you. I, I don't want to hear today. it. I saw a picture, man, and you know what? Go to hell. For real. Dude, did you see yeah. that? That's a great I, picture. You know, every couple of hours, I go back and pop that up on my phone and just stare. <laughs> Yeah, Not Photoshop's only is amazing, it a good isn't it? picture. Photoshop's amazing. I, I wish I could say I had to Photoshop <laughs> that. But that's raw, man. It's been what now? Let's see here. It was going on. If I hadn't have flown this week, it would have been five weeks without flying. Oh, five weeks of no flight. Ouch. Okay. And so when you guys send me texts after I tell you I'm at the field, saying that you're collectively pissed and you're jealous, I'll tell you what, screw you. Because you guys fly every freaking weekend. This was my one time to fly in the last five weeks because of crappy weather or family in town or whatever the excuse is. And so, yeah, I I had this was my day off for the week. Every other Friday I get off. I woke up at 1130. I got to the field at 12. I stayed until sunset. I was the only person there. And you got three and flights just... in. <laughs> <laughs> three flights and three crashes. I knew you were going to come up with something like that. No, no, not three flights, Dan. You guess. How many flights? Four. Ten. Closer. Twelve. Closer. Seventeen. Nah, sixteen. Aww. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. I, I ended up not bringing the gasser. I just brought the gobbler and the 7HV, so it was all electric. I will, however, confirm now for the last time that I need a new charging system because I probably <laughs> could have gotten double that in if I had what Nick and Jesse have. The The 25-ish minute charge times just doesn't Ooh. get it done. 
it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. And I should have thought to bring the gasser just to break it up in between. But you know what? It is what it is. Uh, they were both flying great. Beautiful day. Got my double pyro flips going pretty decently, actually. Actually, you know, after five weeks, I was feeling, I'm feeling pretty darn good about how I flew. Didn't get any shakes. I was pretty much comfortable from the start. I just sat out there, listened to some music, and flew back to back. So that was my day to day. But of course, the previous few days of the week were crappy and rainy. And I've been, I haven't been working on the rave during the week, but I did last weekend. And I got to tell you, I'm a little frustrated. Curtis douched me on the motor pipe combo setup. <laughs> I was moving along really good on this heli, getting it almost completely finished. (laughs) Then I figured, well, you know what? I probably should put the pipe on. So I go to put the pipe on. And and for those who don't know, I'm flying a YS91 3DS with the Hattori matching pipe. I can never, what what is it? The SB or the FB19-2 or There it is. Okay, great. Big, long, shiny, skinny pipe, right? With the O-rings, the whole flexible mounting system. Well, the pipe doesn't actually go on the helicopter when it's fully built. For whatever reason, Curtis decided uh, about three or so years ago when he was designing this that people who flew his helis would only fly muscle pipes (laughs) and OS engines. And so, yeah. It's this thing where if you try to put the Hattori on there, the little rubber grommets bump into the bottom plate of the of the airframe when you have the skids on there. And guess what else? If uh, if you put those on there and you want to access any of the screws in the back of the airframe, like those that would tighten up the boom supports, you can't do that once the pipe's on. So you have to you've got to be pretty freaking strategic about how to put the damn thing together. So I had to tear it back down, tear the skids off of it, remove the bottom plate, get the boom supports tightened before I put the pipe on. Of course, I only figured that out the second time. I had to put the pipe on first, then realize I couldn't tighten the boom supports, then remove the pipe to tighten them and put it back on a second time. Absolute freaking mess. But uh, nevertheless, if you crash this, it'll never fly again. Yeah, seriously, (laughs) dude, it's like, oh my god, what? How could? How? How come it's the design is that short sighted? I could, I could just see it now. Wait, 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 wait. Canopy? I don't care. Main shaft? Oh, dude, I don't care. How are the boom supports? They're broken. Oh, yep, ah, we've gone God, too far. Throw it in the track. Where's the target bag? <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> New heli. So yeah, it's it's okay. I mean, it the build's going a little bit slower than I wanted it to, but right on track for what you guys expected, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, because it's yeah. not ready yet, and I probably won't be able to fly for the remainder of this weekend because my wife is on call. For those of you who don't know, she's a surgical nurse and. Kind of like Dan, she gets to sit around all weekend waiting for someone to come into the hospital that's dying. And uh, that means that I can't leave her with the baby to go fly. So I either have to bring all three or all, all three of us together 
or I've got to take him with me while she sits at home. So such is life. Here's the thing. I'm really liking the goblin right now. It's I, I I'm it gobble, hurts gobble. to say this, <laughs> but I feel like it may be flying better than my seven HV. What is that? Oh? I don't yeah, well, know, man, because I really bad. love the 7HV. I had a ton of fun with it today, and I've been paying attention to Chris Treby's posts on Facebook, and he's actually doing a conversion of his stock goblin to the competition version mm-hmm. with all the new fangled bits and pieces. So I got in contact with him uh, to see if he could send me a list. He's going to send me the parts list. Not saying that I'm going to do it, but it might be a fun winter thing to do. And and from what I understand, you can upgrade things individually. You don't have to just do the full competition conversion. You know, you can do the tail case or the, the, the tail mounting system or, you know, the motor mount or something like that. So I'm going to look into it. We'll see. But, yeah, I'm really, really liking the Goblin. It is a it truly is a great helicopter. And I think that's for me, that's pretty much it. Other than the fact that my Whiplash Nitro is still up for sale. How about this? The nitro has been up as long as I haven't flown. If that That's puts enough. it in perspective. I mean, I'll give you 15 long bucks. 15, 15 bucks? 20, oh, 20, 20, 25. 20, 30. Do I'm I hear out. a 50? I'm out. 50. $50. <laughs> no. I'll, no. 50, I'll $50. Do 50. I'll do 50. You'll do 50? Yeah. How about a 60? Nick, no. 60? Now he's, now he's getting greedy. No, had I'm someone out. offer 225 for it. It's like, I'm not even going to respond to that. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. did, I, did I mention cash? We're talking oh, cash and, here. And, okay, here's the other one. Uh, no, while we're on the topic, okay? So, you know, people like to just comment on posts once in a while, and usually it's a benign comment. So I got I got a guy that responded to the post and he's not interested in the heli. He's not interested in, you know, sometimes people say, hey, I've seen that heli. I know this guy bump for a for a good sale. This guy comes in and says, looks like you had trouble with clutches, because when I took a picture, I've got like I've got a spare clutch. OK, that came with it when I bought it. And so this guy decides to bump my thread with looks like you had trouble with clutches. It's like what? What is the point of that? Why yeah, would you do that? Thanks a lot for the nice comment. Let me return yeah. the favor with the square kick in the junk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, of course, I closed that thread and started a new one. Some people but, just got too much time on their hands, man. Yeah, that, that rate's pretty high in douchebaggery, though, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, that sounds like uh, you got a pretty eventful. I'll bet you Jesse got some flying in this week. Oh, yeah, you really had to come to me next. Yeah. After, well, does that mean I feel you really bad now after following that? I did not get any flying in this week. No fly. Yes. No fly. I, I'll take it. I'll take. I am the name better than week. someone else on this recording rate. But <laughs> but let's go. Let's go seven day periods here. So let's start now. You know, even yesterday, and go another seven day period till next Thursday or next Friday. Then we'll see. We'll we'll resum and and compare then. Yeah, he'll probably come I back with like reasonable. eighty-three. <laughs> sounds like a challenge, man. I don't know. No, no, not quite that many. The, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but around you know here, winter is, it's it's definitely here. I walked outside the. Uh, for those of you that subscribe to the newsletter, you probably read the opening 
paragraph there. I walked outside the other night and, you know, it's completely fine. A couple hours previous, go out to my truck, maybe walk outside. There's an inch and a half of snow on the ground. So, <sighs> and I mean that, that did melt away. It warmed up to like 38 the next day. So that did melt away, but it's just been that cold, windy, nasty, nasty weather. So have, you know, over the last week did not get the chance to go out and fly. But I guess, you know, if, if I have to look look for a positive to all that, all four helis are still sitting here one piece, ready to go, right when that weather <laughs> clears up. So <laughs> I guess if I got to find the silver lining, that, that would be it. I'm not, you know, no crash costs, no nothing like that, no fuel. Hey, dude, it's really easy to keep them in good condition when you don't fly them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, there is, I, I do, I'm almost, you know, I see your strategy, Justin. I do see it. There is some positives there. Unfortunately, I'm <laughs> oh, he did turn that around, didn't he? How so, subtle. You know, I'm I'm really hoping that this this weekend the weather holds out. I got a three day weekend here, no class on Monday, and so far it's looking like just cloudy. I don't see you know very low percentages for rain. So if all goes well this weekend, I will have three consecutive days of flying in over the next three days. So Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, unfortunately, I know I talked about it a couple weeks ago. I have not had a chance to fly the radio warm transmitter glove, but I have decided, you know, I think comparing that to the Turnigy transmitter glove. And of course this will be after I get the chance to put it through the paces. I do think that there would be some benefit, maybe out of a little review, a comparison between the two, um, you know, just some really detailed photos, description, um, and just kind of, you know, general thoughts when people are trying to decide between these two transmitter gloves. So hopefully can some people can. Can you buy that thing in the U.S.? Um, I do not think you can. And like I said, I, I bought it used, so I didn't go through the actual, through the rate. Like they have their, it's, I don't know the exact URL, but it, it is the Radio Warm Transmitter Glove. They have their own webpage with their own order form. So I do know you can order them and they will ship to the U.S., um, but you know, I'll I'll try to I'll look all that stuff up and figure it out so you can do a price comparison as well when you're trying to pick between these two. But I mean, I'm for for people that are flying in you know sub freezing weather, I really think a good comparison because I mean that that can make I know for me and as far as how how hard and how much I progress over the winter, it I mean it really can be directly related to how warm can I keep my hands throughout that flight. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I bet you hands. it would be really good for people like me with big giners too, who don't like to fly when it's cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> hopefully, um, like I said, hopefully get you know three consecutive days of flying this weekend, and you know really get a chance to use that thing, and then you know do a little write up on it so people can can see what it's all about and try to decide between the two if you live somewhere where it gets a little cold in the winter. Unfortunately, I think, Nick, for you and me, it does not come with a tube of Vagisil. No, nope. that was definitely not in the box I got. Yeah, negative. You can, can order it, though, OTC, man. Well, OTC. I can email them, too, and see if they can include that. I'm good. <laughs> you got it, you've got your supply already? Oh, yeah. I, you got yep. a Costco right next to you? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, other than that, I really I haven't... I mean, I'm not going to lie, I've been, you know, slammed with school, haven't even really touched the helis in the last week, unfortunately, but they are ready to go. I have been hitting the sim back on the regular schedule, kind of like I've been hitting on in the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really, I'm dying to get out and fly, so 
Before you finish, though, there's one thing I want to talk about because we, I don't know if the rest of the guys got the email, but I know that you did and I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got an email from a listener and it's a fantastic idea. And we haven't really, we talked a little bit about it. Well, I talked to Jesse. I, I kind of yeah. told Jesse what he's going to do and we haven't, I haven't really got a yes or a no from him yet, but. Oh, I think it's a great idea. You know, a lot of listeners um, kind of have come to appreciate what each of us bring to the show. And, and Jesse is the guy that does the the mean smackdown. So we're going to start incorporating at some point in the show kind of uh, Jesse's own little segment where he's going to talk specifically about what he's learning, the maneuvers, and how mm-hmm. he's doing them. And, and um, so we did get that email, and we are going to follow yeah. through with that. Uh, we just need to figure out how we're going to incorporate it in the show. And we got to give Jesse a little bit of time to work on that segment as well. So I think that could be yeah, very beneficial for people, you know, no matter what stage you're at in the hobby. So yeah, yeah. I look forward to that. Absolutely. So Nick, that leaves you, man. What have you been up to? Dude, I got I got my flying in. You did? Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Tell me about I, it. it. You know, just a normal, nice. I I spent the um, the day last Sunday. Out at the field, and you ready for this? This is very unlike me. Doing nothing but practicing. Nice. Yep. Flight after flight after flight of, like, strict, constant, going to work on some maneuvers. Yeah, I got a a question. I know when I do, you know, days like that, do you find that the flights actually go by faster for you? When you're oh, doing yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the same thing I realized. Yeah. No, I was just I mean, blowing through the flights big time. I had that yep. the high charger cranking and was just um yeah, hammering it out. It, it was nice going going back and forth from the uh I was bouncing back and forth from the Blade seven hundred X and the seven hundred E DFC. Just charge fly, charge fly, charge fly, no tuning. No nothing. Yeah, it was a good day. No complaints. You know, past that, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. It's been kind of, oh, I did have one issue. Oh? Yes. My super cool, I found a glitch or a problem with my eye charger. Uh-oh. How about uh, that? You did, didn't you? Yes, I did. Show enough, anything passed, it, and it just kind of started, it was real random. Uh, every now and then, everything passed, like, when you would try and charge above 25 amps a channel, it would start to, like, kind of do this weird little hiss whine sound and slowly ramp up and ramp up, ramp up, and the amperage, the output amperage would actually start dropping, and then it would uh, kick the cutoff on the charger and throw up uh, some sort of error code on there. Yeah, which I was, like... I'll be honest, I was devastated because, <laughs> like, dude, are, are you kidding me? I mean, really, I just went through all this, <laughs> got this new charger, you know, and it's it's supposed to be, like, the greatest thing in the world, and then, like, you know, within two weeks, I'm having a problem with it. Luckily, luckily, and this is, like, the saving grace, the guys at Progressive are just, they're awesome. I mean, they really are. Called up, uh, talked to him about what, what was going on, and um, 
I said, just sucks. I don't want to be without a, you know, without a charger. So they go, well, we know what's wrong with it. I was like, oh, uh, okay. He goes, yeah, there's um, a, a couple capacitors that need to get added. You know, but did they forget them? Eh, I don't know. But he's like, dude, if you don't mind doing it, um, you can just add a couple capacitors and do it yourself. So I kind of sat there and was like, well, I don't have to ship it out. Have them do it. Wait, ship it back. <laughs> Before knowing all of the facts and the information, I'm like, dude, I got this. You bet. It's all good. Just give me the information. <laughs> and then I got the information from them and found out. I don't even think these. <laughs> I don't even think these things are allowed to be called capacitors because when you know when they said add a couple caps in there, I'm thinking like, you know, I'm thinking the ones that are like on our ESCs, right? I'm thinking, oh, dude, you know, and I got the charger apart, and I'm like, okay, here's the output side. Oh, I'm. Sure, I bet you. I bet you. We're just gonna add a couple caps on each side to the output side. Oh, nay, nay. Little did you know, <laughs> yeah. these capacitors are, they are so freaking little. Like, I, I mean, they really are less than breadcrumbs. Hmm. I, I had no idea. Two millimeters long by one millimeter wide. Wow. By less than a millimeter thick. Yeah. I pick boogers bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm going to have to like, you know, get out the tweezer, the magnifying glass, and like the, you know, the pin tip on the soldering iron. And yeah, it's going to be a fun one. So either A, uh, I will be, have that thing back up and charging tomorrow. Or B, I will be sending it back all completely tore apart and probably burned up. <laughs> but oh well, you know, what can you do? So is life. Let's see what else I got going. Uh, I kind of went through. I've been dinking around um, with with the tail on the 700X, just kind of doing a little bit of research on the geometry. It's got a little bit of a an odd tail arm geometry there. So we're, you know, me and a couple other guys are uh, trying some different options with different fly barless systems, just trying to figure out, you know, what what we know is that the one the distance on the tail servo, the ball to center distance is not correct in the manual. That's what we know. We know that it's not right. But there's still kind of a, you know, up in the air on what's the best what's the best servo horn length that will work for all fly barless systems so that we can tell people, you know, when they say, well, what size should I run? So a little bit of that, a little bit of sim, and I think that's it. That it, huh? Hmm. Yeah, no, nothing too... Huh. Nothing too crazy, and it's probably going to be really miserable all this weekend yeah. for weather. That's my guess. So, I don't know. Oh, well, we'll see. I got a couple more banana jacks, and uh, I'll, I'll get those caps soldered in, the charger, and then that will, once I get those banana jacks put in, that whole entire case is done. As in, ship it, call it good, just stay working, and I'll be happy. <laughs> nice. Mine's Sweet still sitting dude. in the corner. Yeah, man, I feel bad about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I uh, didn't get any flying in this week. I did try something. I did try to sim 
last night. How did it go, dude? It went miserable. <laughs> I uh, I was trying. <laughs> I'm trying to find a technique that will work, um, and I'm just not having any luck. I tried a technique where I, on the left hand, I'd use the tip of my middle finger right on top of the stick. Well, not quite the tip, I guess, in a little bit, and bracing the stick with the fingers either side of the middle finger mm-hmm. to kind of use the rudder. So, so pinching as I normally do, and then finger tipping the other. And trust me, that is just awkward as all hell, as you could probably well imagine. Oh yeah, I couldn't imagine the fingertip working all that well. <laughs> so, I did sim for a few minutes, and I just I couldn't. I, it's surprising to me, even the force. The lateral force of moving the rudder is just almost excruciatingly painful. So it, it's just to the point where, yeah. But there is there is uh, some good news. I, th- I think it's good news. First, let me say we've got some fantastic, amazing listeners. Been getting a ton of emails, you know. All kinds of advice from even doctors have been emailing me wanting to know more specifics so they could give me their opinions, which I, I appreciate greatly. Guys giving me tips on specific diets that are just for inflammatory autoimmune issues. But the, 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 the big thing that happened this week, several people actually sent me an email, told me to get in touch with Radio South. I don't know if you guys are familiar. You've seen their glow drivers, right? Radio South glow drivers. I, I used to have one a long time ago. I don't think so. I'm not familiar with that they're, at all, dude. They're more prevalent with the, with the plankers. They've got several. They've been around forever. Uh, on top of building glow drivers and various other things, they do custom radio work. They will build you custom radios, and they build radios for disabled people. They have radios that have foot pedals for people that can't do stuff. But in particular, uh, you guys are familiar with the one-stick radio, like Curtis Youngblood flies, or used to fly. I don't know if he still does or not. Yep. Yeah, oh I yeah. think he still, he still does. does. Yeah. So I got in touch with these guys, and um, they do a conversion. And they can do the conversion. I, I sent my Futaba 8FG in because I, just, I need to make sure that it's something I can do before I <laughs> sacrifice my, my big radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically should be back next week. They're, they're going to add on the right stick, a rudder control that, that twists the big knob. Yeah. And then, so basically you, you control the, the collective slash throttle on the right, which is just simple up and down stuff. Something that's easy to do with, Mm -hmm. with, uh, without fine muscle movement on the left, on the left. Right. Yeah. 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 On the left. And so, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of excited to give that a whirl. Um, see how that goes. Uh, obviously, it's tough to not be able to fly. It sucks. <laughs> you know, we do what we can. But uh, on the medical front, since a lot of people are asking about that, well, <laughs> some of you may or may not be aware, on the 1st of January, pre-existing conditions no longer apply. And my insurance is going to be compelled to pay for the surgery, which they need to do to my wrist. Uh, So we will be going through that in January. 
We just have to get through the next couple months. <laughs> so we'll Man. see how that goes. But no no wrenching. Can't really use my right hand at all or my left hand at all. And, uh, you know, can't really do much. So I, I'm half tempted. I feel like I could confidently, confidently fly my heli the way it is. Just I couldn't do anything other than, you know, get it up in the air and... <laughs> Maybe do a few slow flips. I don't know that I could do controlled circuits. I don't know if I'd want to try that. Basically just straight tail end maneuvers because I had really the rudder is tough to use. But I'm going to try it, I think, this weekend. I think the weather is supposed to be halfway decent for the first half of the morning. I'm going to go anyway to hang out with the guys. Might take a heli and see what happens. So as much as that sucks, guys, that's what I've been up to. I uh, I hope to uh, get back to fly. I'm hoping the spring is going to be about when I can actually. Well, who, who, with this new radio, I, I don't know. You know, we'll see. I'm just going to have to try it. But I'm you know, I've got good faith. I'm going to send you that that tray. And I just I have this feeling the combination of the tray and the and the new stick it, it it's going to work. I uh, I actually was thinking about that. The whole tray thing, I, I almost think that with a stick, some type of tray is going to be necessary, don't you think? I think so. I think it's just going to give you the opportunity to stabilize. Since you're going to be up above the sticks more, you know, and not, like, you're not going to have, like, you're you're going to be able to wrap your hands around the radio and yeah. hold it in place, like normal. Yeah, that, that way you won't really have to focus on, you know, holding or stabilizing the radio. You can just focus on the sticks and... You know, controlling the sticks. Yeah, because you can literally just, I mean, you just rest kind of like the the palm of your hand on those, on the rests next to it. And, and I can just, I can almost picture just being able to, sliding. even with your left hand sliding, just sliding your palm on there and the radio doesn't move. Yeah, I get, uh, is it a, is it a radio tray like Leon Luke uses? No, it's got, it's an aluminum tray. Uh, with the rests on the side, but then it has, um, I'm trying to, almost like eyelet bolts, long ones, about six inches long, that uh, bolt through the back of the tray, and there's uh, then there's a neck strap that goes up around your neck. And the, those bolts are so long that they kind of sit against your chest and really, you know, stabilize it, and that's so that you can adjust it up or down on there. It's got a whole ton of adjustments to it. And then, you know, overall height with the length of the neck strap. Sweet. We'll have to get a, give it a go, see what happens. Yeah, you're going to have to fight my kid for it. <laughs> well, I'll try it out. <laughs> if I like it, I'll get one. Cause I, I... Well, he's he's at that point now where, um, you know, truthfully, I'll probably get him, you know, now that the weather's starting to set in, I'll probably just go ahead and get him like on the eight FG, yeah. because it's so small. Yeah, um, and, and he's a lot bigger, you know, now. So I, I think he'll be all right thumbing yeah. on on an eight FG. Well, we'll have to get a whirl. I'll let you guys know how it goes for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting this radio back. It, he said it only takes like two days to do the work, so might even be back by the end of the week. Nice, that'd be sweet. Awesome, dude. I'm, I'm just to, glad to hear that you're you're keeping positive about it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to get a. Uh, you know, I'm gonna have to get one of those. Um, another case, like the charging cases, just for that radio. Because with that big ass stick hanging oh, out. Oh yeah, that's a good point. 
it's not detachable, right? No, no. I don't think so. <laughs> My Dan, what a big knob you! Have. <laughs> what, a big, what a big stick you have! Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be. I don't know, man. It's gonna be weird. What do you guys think about? I don't. I I can't even. I don't think it's gonna Dude, be that I think, bad. To be honest, with I you. think it's awesome. I do it, too. It, I actually want to give it a try. I, I, I don't still know vote. If, I still vote for try it on the sim first, but oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Dude. no, dude, all or nothing, man. Go big or Dan's go home. Dan's going well, straight to it. Oh man, please, I think there, please take a video. There's please. a blessing in disguise here on the time of the year in which this happened, because it'll just be you know another week, and it's going to be too cold to even go outside. Yeah. So yeah. you're just going to be forced to. If this was at the beginning of summer, I'd be like, "Oh God, here it comes." There's just <laughs> it's going to be just rain and T Rexes here pretty quick. You know, I think about it, and I actually think that my flying is at a really good place for this to happen uh, because I I'm experienced enough to know what the hell he needs to do, right? But I'm not so locked into how I fly that. Uh, redoing or remapping those Mm -hmm. muscle controls are going to be that it's not going to be that big of a deal that's that's my thought anyway yeah i I would agree you know what i mean yep i completely agree because you're not really doing you're not doing a lot of maneuvers you know other than like circuits that are heavily involved rudder stuff yeah, I really think where you would run into a problem is with, you know, if you were doing a lot of stirring maneuvers, then I really think that change would be, you know, a huge change where I think you'll be able to adapt fairly quickly. Yeah, just go back to basics. Yeah, I'm looking forward to giving it a shot. And uh, I'll definitely, obviously, keep everybody up to date, up to speed with what's going on. I mean, what else am I going to talk about? <laughs> so. <laughs> That, that's that's fair. I mean, you guys are going to get tired of hearing me come back to the show every week telling you I, I didn't do anything this week, so I got to try something. Well, uh, okay. So I think I got an idea. I say that Dane is going to be the one to come on this week and talk about all of the progression that he did on the sim during the week. Oh, you're putting some pressure on me there. There you go. There we go. Huh. Hey, does the new real flight have a dongle? Um, you can buy it three different ways. I think one comes without. Um, one comes with the real flight one, and then one had like a, a like a tactic or something like that transmitted with it. Hmm. Yeah. But dude, you could you could buy real flight seven, upgrade to real flight seven with just a dongle and just plug it straight in. That's what I'm thinking because uh, I can plug my 8FG in through the buddy cord, but you know it's. Uh, but I'd rather do the dongle. I, I, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I will be hitting the sim. I'm gonna have to because I'm gonna have to relearn. I'm gonna have to start over. It wouldn't that be weird yeah. if like you actually came out spring better than you were in the fall? <laughs> that would be awesome, dude. Dude, I I it's think you could really do possible. it. Possible. Oh, absolutely. Heck yeah. Yeah. I'll also never have to worry. Hit that sim. I'll also never have to worry about anyone anyone wanting to fly my shit now. Absolutely. Oh, dude, can I fly your heli? Yeah, if you think you can handle this one, this one stick radio. Yeah. Have at it, man. Uh, Reyes said he wants to try to fly it. Oh, 
jeez. Oh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, that's enough about that. I think maybe we should go into some news. What do you think? Probably not a bad idea. So, Nick, I keep hearing that you have this secret squirrel stuff going on. And I think it's about time that, you know, you might want to let the listeners in on what's going on. Dude, you know, it's secret squirrel stuff. I, I, I just can't quite do that. But I, I will drop you a literal secret squirrel hint. If you guys head over to hobbyparts.com, you can enter a code RCHN10 and get 10% off your Gen Zace battery. So there it is, guys. You heard it straight from the source. Head over to hobbyparts.com, enter in RCHN10, and get your 10% discount. All righty, guys. This week's news is brought to you by helidaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. What's what's on the news reel this week, Nick? All right. So I was sent a little bit of information from one of our listeners here. Alias has released the 750, basically the stretch kit for the Rush. Um, So it includes a carbon fiber wrapped aluminum boom, the torque tube, uh, longer than stock, obviously, boom supports, tail control rod, and the new um, M8 threaded spindle with the nylock nuts on it. And this is that kind of really cool design where it doesn't have bolts Mm. go into the end of it. It's actually threaded. Um, tapered down and then threaded on the end of the feathering shaft and you, and you put mm-hmm. nuts over it. Um, so that is going to be available. If it's not right now, it'll be very soon. Um, prices in the ballpark, I think about 63 bucks somewhere around in there. Yeah. Not bad at all. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, me and Justin were actually talking about it. I actually think that this is really cool for this helicopter. Um, cause it's kind of portly. It's not on the lighter side of the seven hundreds. No. And, oh, no way, dude. At, at seven hundreds it, or it, with seven hundreds, it weighs like what? 12 and a half pounds. It, it's yeah, a heli, more. It's a heavy heli. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, it, I haven't really heard of any like durability issues with it. It seems to be very strong and stout, like on the drivetrain. Yep. Oh yeah. So it it might be like the ideal candidate for that 750 stretch cuz you you know you're going to get that disc loading back down a a lot lower. I I don't know. I think it'd be pretty cool. And I kind of have an itching for a 750. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. I know. They've also got um some new carbon fiber landing gear uh that they're going to be coming out with. For the rush? Yep. Huh. Yep. It's, uh... I wonder what that's all about. It, it's interesting. I'll, I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't personally <laughs> care for it. It's, uh, as much as I love the idea of the 750, and I think that the rush is a good-looking helicopter, this is probably the ugliest set of carbon fiber landing gear I've ever seen. Where's the picture? Um, I have it in email. So uh, we'll uh, have to uh, okay. do some searching around and see if I can find find a link for all of it. Oh, it's the same stuff that, uh, like, Tony Whiteside has had pictures up of. Oh. That was kind of re- real, 
What's the what is that shape, Justin? Uh, trapezoid. Yeah, I think <laughs> if I'm thinking of the right one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's like a trapezoid shaped, you know, kind of rectangleish, just long piece of carbon fiber uh, with some holes cut. It's it's very different. How about that? Different. It kind of looks different. like the. Um, doesn't it kind of look like the Align 800 Pro DFC I would, plastic bits? I would say if that would be the closest resemblance of anything that I've seen. Yes. Right. That that concept, but without mm. the skid tubes on the bottom. Right. Yes. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I did see that picture circulating around Facebook. Yeah. So, but, you know, hey, uh, more options, the better. True. Uh, Revolution Blades has come out with a new size, 245 millimeter blades for the Blade 300X. So just more options that you can get, like, you know, if you're a real Horizon Hobby kind of guy or like to do all your shopping in one spot, uh, those should be an upgrade over the, um, well, I guess it would be like the Blade brand ones that they were originally coming with. Um, let's see. Ooh, now, Justin. Yes. I know you've been giving this one a little uh, wink and a smile. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> the Synergy N5C Torque oh, Tube Edition. Damn it. And this yeah, one. How sweet. This is, there's a lot of nostalgia here for, I mean, for me and Jesse big time. Because uh, we both just flew the hundreds Hard. and hundreds of flights on on the same n5c That's <laughs> on the, the same helicopter um and i i loved dude i loved every second of that heli it is a great yeah. helicopter and with the upgrades that matt's made to this it's even better i mean the canopy looks great I know, I know, way Dude, out of right field, Mr. Yeah. Bodo's coming out with a canopy that I like. What I know. That is nice. And the, the gearing on this thing is beefy as hell. You know what I really want to know? And, and this, not a deal breaker, but I'm curious on the weight. How much heavier does it weigh versus the belted version? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Because it, I mean, it is a fifty size nitro, so it's not. Yeah, there is there's not a ton of extra power to spare. There's only a couple motor options. Yeah, um, but God, it's just oh man, it is a sweet looking heli. I gotta say though that if I had to choose between a synergy offering right now, it would probably be waiting for the N seven. Oh yeah. That's a tough one. (laughs) I agree. I do agree. But if I was going to buy, like if I was going to buy a brand new 50 class Nitro, it would be this one, no question. Yeah, Yeah, I think I'm with you on that for sure. There is, there's just no, no other one that I would even. There's not even a runner up. It's just this one. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Everyone (laughs) else can go home. Yeah. (sighs) All right, so Mikado, they've been, you know, they've been pretty quiet for a while. But, you know, uh, we didn't, I hadn't heard anything about this, hadn't seen anything, hadn't even heard rumors of them coming out with a heli, uh, but they have. 
They've come out with the logo 480 Extreme. Now, this is a little bit, it's kind of an odd size. I mean, what what class do you put this in? 500? Yeah, five, that's what I was going to say, like, but that's 425s. Well, but you know what? I think we actually need to change that naming because is T-Rex the only Ellie that's not correct with their sizing? No, Compass has an Atom 500. Yep. Yeah, but that... That, I mean, that was kind of, I guess you could say, the old reference, if you yeah, will. Yeah, that was in the same era. Yeah. But, I mean, all the, the Goblin 500, right? You've got, uh, what's mm-hmm. that other new 500 that's coming out um, that um, that Heli Direct has? It's sick looking, but it's the really... H, H uh, what is it? Yeah, I know what one you're talking HDX? about. I can't remember. HDX, that's yeah. what it is. So that's a fi- they seem a line is the only one that's like hanging on to this really goofy naming. So yeah, I guess I would agree. I would put this one in the 500 class. It looks yeah. pretty sweet. Um it, you know, it's got the it it actually really does look I mean, like a little shrunken down extreme. Yeah, it looks like a mini extreme. Yeah. And I I would say like as far as, you know, as far as the price point goes for this heli, they're yeah, they're fairly. I guess they're they're sticking with how Mikado's been in the past. They're a little bit above the rest of the pack, but I wouldn't say outrageous. I mean, we got the Goblin 500 kit coming in at 650, and we got the Logo 480 coming in at 730. So you know, yeah, but I'd say the Goblin 500 swings 520s. Yeah, this only true. swings 470s or 480s. It's true. I think they're pretty damn proud of it. I mean, seven hundred and thirty bucks for a bare bones five hundred kit. But is that off base with previous kits and previous Mikado pricing? No, I mean Mikado's always been expensive. Yeah, but and do we know? I mean, do we know that it just because it comes with four seventy threes? Can it? I wonder how long it actually can swing. Like, what can it go up? Yeah, to? like max. I don't understand German very well. Yeah. I don't think that information's quite out yet. Google Translate's failing, so yeah, yeah. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not seeing it. But uh, you know, sick looking heli. Uh, I, I think it's. I actually like seeing logo come out. You know, come out with stuff because, um, I just think they're a cool company. And although while they are, a, you know, a little bit, uh, overpriced for my taste, it's one of those companies I like to see come out and stick around. So Helimasters have actually taken the time to they're they're kind of going through and updating their website uh, as far as like the set maneuvers and overall just the rules of the competition of the competition. I know last year there was kind of a little bit of confusion. There's you know one PDF floating around with like some of the maneuvers and and that you know the rules were found in a different place and so now they've got it kind of all lumped um, on one page on their website, and they're going to be adding to it um, throughout the winter and throughout the year. So hopefully it'll be a little bit easier for everyone, uh, you know, if you want to find out about the rules or, you know, find out the requirements. Um, if you did want to go, <laughs> give it a shot. And uh, eh, No thanks. <laughs> so you guys know Danny Zabo. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been kind of quiet. I just haven't I haven't seen much from him, but yeah, for a little while now. Um, I'm guessing with his recent announcement 
of uh, he has is leaving a line. And I know that that he is really he was into the aerial photography thing like way back actually, I mean way back in the beginning when it started to get popular, and so it appears as though he has resigned from a line uh, to pursue you know more of a full time career in that. So, boy, lots nice. of guys doing that. Yeah, dude, it seems like everyone's into that. Bobby Watts is getting big into that as well. Yep. Well, yep. uh, let let's face it. If you if you want to make good money, you certainly don't get involved in this hobby. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That <laughs> is <number> true. One. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of the guys that have put some time in, you know, they've been in the hobby for quite a long time, and it's they still love RC and they love helis and they love that. But I mean, let's face it. Everyone, <laughs> everyone has to grow up, you know. And, uh, and so I just, I think it's a, it's a very, uh, it just kind of makes sense, you know, with the techno increase in technology and the skills of a lot of these guys. I mean, Danny's a fantastic pilot. Um, it just kind of makes sense for them to go in that direction. We've seen it a lot and I, I'm sure we'll probably see a lot more of it as well. And that, I think, let's see, double check. Yeah. That wraps up my news. So, Jesse. Nothing else. Jesse. Oh, my goodness. He did remember, I, Of course, didn't you? yeah. I, I've been waiting all week. Uh, uh, shoot. Don't don't tell me you're going to let me down. And I'm going to have to take a rain oh. check on this one. I just died. I just I, I died tried, a little I inside. tried pushing something. I was like, guys, we got to get a heli out this week. We got to do something. I made a promise to Dan. I Dude, can I save you? No response. Can I save yeah, you, Jesse? Hear. Can you can you call a friend? Are we allowed to do call that? Call a friend. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Okay. Lifelong. Um, if you go on, you, that was a really good phone noise, by the way. I kind of. <laughs> if you go on, uh, Daniel. How, how do you say his last name? Jet Jetson. Jetson. Huh? Yeah. Bless, you know, we just kind of meshed it there. We know who we're talking about. <laughs> bless you. Jetson. Jetson. Yeah. yeah. If you mm-hmm. go on his Facebook page. He put a picture yeah. up of a ginormous pile of compass ball links and said they'd... Uh, am I getting the I, right person? I'm not sure if it was him or Sebastian. Oh, it was Sebastian. My apologies. Yeah. Take, sorry, Daniel. <laughs> Disregard that if you get a flood of Facebook people. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Seba- now, how do you say Sebastian's last name? Oh, man. Your guess is as good as mine. Seba- oh, I'm actually not... Are you even friends? <laughs> no, I I am. I th- hold on one. I think it was on the Team Compass page or something. Zoyan Zo. Oh, jeez, Justin, how do you say this? Z a j o n z. Zajons. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Sebastian is he is Mister Compass, isn't he, Jesse? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he put this picture up of just. The biggest pile of plastic ball links <laughs> I've ever seen, and spread them all out, and said that if someone guessed, um, they, he'd give them a free warp kit. So go bug him. There you go. There's your compass news, Dan. There we go. Someone needs to win a warp kit. But it didn't come from Jesse, and I've died a little inside. <laughs> I've lost a little bit of respect for you. It was kind of, it was kind of through Nick, but it was mostly from me. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know what? I'm going to bail you out even further because I've got news. There we go. So, yet again, MKS is coming out with a new servo. So last time, I think actually it was last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Last week, we talked about the 777 servo. Now, they've come out with something called the HBL 860. This is one of the X8 series servos. So it's one of those really nice all aluminum finned heatsink type cases. And what, you know, the 860, I think, like the 777, is geared more towards the large scale type aircraft and the the heavier helis. Uh, This is a, a fully brushless servo, high voltage. And if you compare it to the 850, which was the original cyclic servo release in the X8 series, it's pretty similar, except the 860 is a little bit stronger. So torque-wise, it's about 6 or 7 kilogram centimeters greater. So the, the 850, and I'm sorry, if you want to do inch ounces, then you can do the conversion on your own because the stats that I've got are in metric. So the 850 is at about 25 kilogram centimeters at 8.2 volts. The 860 is 31.5. But as a result, it is a little bit slower. So at 8 volts, it's 0.11 seconds compared to the 850's 0.07. Other than that, all the stats are pretty similar to the 850. So again, I think this is really meant to be a super high-torque servo uh, for larger airplanes or jets. They even do recommend it. Yeah, larger scale, like uh, the quarter scale pattern flying planes and stuff like that. Or full scale. No, not full scale. Oh, come on, dude. I mean, seriously, at what, at what <laughs> point? It's like, jeez. These things it, are it's so a monster, strong. Dude. They're going to be the only thing left after it is a, a crash. Now, here, check this out. This one, this one got me thinking. Electric current draw. Okay, anyone want to guess this? At 8.2 volts, it will pull a max of 6.2 amps per servo. I got two words for that. Brownout. Uh, Receiver pack. Yes, that's my two words, Jesse, is receiver pack. Big ass receiver pack. Uh, There's no BEC on the planet that I'm aware of that's going to make me comfortable running those things. No. You know, ever so often... um, you see these new offerings from MKS, and this one is definitely an interesting one, but watch out for the six amps. Also, holy crap! it can be used if you have misplaced your automotive jack and need to take a tire, simply slide this series <laughs> servo underneath the vehicle, move your collective stick up, and it will lift the whole quarter there, of your car. There you go, yep. <laughs> Check it out if you're interested. That's all I got. Sweet. That's it for news. Dan, do you have any news, dude? <sighs> no new news. Nada. That sucks. All right, guys. This week's news has been brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. You know, Justin, I might be just a tad bit 
biased, but I couldn't help but notice that Helipros has the new miniature aircraft 700EX in stock. You're absolutely right, Nick. And it's good to know that not only is the Heli made in the USA, but it's backed by the awesome support that we know and love from the guys at Helipros.com. And remember, fly hard. Helipros has the part. You guys ever, uh, you ever hear of a girl, a girl, a woman, a lady named Rachel Plant? Yeah. Uh-huh. A couple times. Do you know where she's from? Uh, far away. Yeah, <laughs> long ways away. Cheerio. She's from England. <laughs> oh, the <God>. UK. Oh, no. <laughs> the UK connection, Rachel Plant. Give us another accented statement there. Cheerio, Gavna. <laughs> Gavna. <laughs> uh, All of our UK listeners just went, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Numbers are going to be down next week. <laughs> so she stopped by. And, uh, well, she didn't really stop by because she's in the UK. But she gave us a call in and, uh, you know, spent a little bit of time with her. I think you guys are going to enjoy this interview. I was pleasantly surprised. She did a fantastic job for being on for her first time, right? Awesome. And at 5 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And at 5 o'clock in the morning. no doubt. She basically sort of just like rolled out of bed and pressed record. That's right. So (laughs) So here we go. We're going to play that interview. Rachel, thanks for coming on. It was a lot of fun. you flew at the masters this year we're going to talk a little bit about that first okay tell us what was that like was that nerve-wracking yes uh, yeah, yeah it's it's very nerve-wracking but only when you go to fly <laughs> <laughs> so does that sound silly so it's, so otherwise it's, it's really relaxing <laughs> until you yes. fly it's a really nice event it's really well run it's in a really nice place uh-huh but that moment when you actually have to actually walk out and do something, that's when it all falls apart. I saw some video, and you got to fly next to some pretty impressive flyers. Yeah, they were all really good. Much better than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Much better than me. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us who you flew with. Tell us who you flew with. Well, it was Simone Zunter and Jenny, Jenny Brandt. What did uh, what, you just call me? I didn't call you anything. Oh, okay. I thought, thought you swore at me. What, what was that girl's name? Uh, Jenny Brandt. Oh, uh, no, the first one. Oh, Simone Zunter. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I suppose it does sound like <laughs> I'm swearing, doesn't it? It does kind of sound a little <laughs> bit like swearing. <laughs> Wait till I get to Nicole. Nicole uh, Buslowski. Yeah. Maybe that's her name, isn't it? Yeah. Good on Nicole. And, of course, Raquel Below. Oh. So everybody's heard oh, of her. Oh, man. She's, like, world-famous. What was going through your mind? You're standing out there. You walk out of the flight line with these the, these pilots. Were you just thinking, just don't crash, please don't crash, just just please don't crash? Is that yeah, what you were thinking? I, yeah. Was it tough to just let loose and let it happen, or were you really conservative? It really conservative, especially yeah. on Saturday, because that was the first flight, and it's just so scary because the people that are there. They're on a different level. They just <laughs> they're mind blowing. Yeah. They do stuff with these things. You just can't, you can't fathom out how they can do it. I still don't know. know. Yeah. No, I don't know. And 
you know, I could just barely fly. <laughs> 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 I want to ask you your most memorable moment from the Masters. Oh, that's easy when I stuck it in in the night fly. Yeah? Yeah, not in a good way either. It was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> no, it wasn't a good moment at all. It was just, it shouldn't have happened. It was just stupid dumb thumb and it was upside down and I think I pulled when I should have pushed and that was it. In oh, it went. In it went. On the pavement yeah. there? Because that was all pavement. Oh, right? yeah. And it wasn't even like my night gear. Huh. There's a guy in the UK called Jason Platts, who's a top guy, and he flies a Inno, is it Inno Sky? I think it's Inno Sky system, and he put that on my helicopter, all changes colour and everything. That freaks you out, that does. It's like, <laughs> okay, what's it doing? <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> then I said something nice. very rude, <laughs> but there we go. <laughs> So tell us was, about tell us about some of the I mean you met you you met some of the world's top pilots. I mean that must have been humbling. Yeah. Yes. And no, because they're the same as us. Yeah, yeah, they are, there but is still no difference. Yeah, you they know, fly they're... much better than we do. <laughs> That's the big yeah, difference. And they can crash too. <laughs> what? Especially some of the oh yeah. They crash what you guys must have seen Bert crash. Bert can crash. Can he? Oh, he came to the UK, and he did a lot of crashing. Last I talked to Bert, he assured me that he has never crashed. <laughs> Is he lying to me? Is he lying? I think he might be telling porkies. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a field in Shropshire somewhere that's, like, full of bits of goblin. It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I swear when they mowed that grass they could probably make their own for free but <laughs> <laughs> that bad huh the yeah. the air competition yeah, he, is that the one you had a bad time the uh, yeah the air competition we have in the UK oh man i love that video that dan taylor put together oh it's pretty cool the first i like the first one better the first video he did, yeah, that was really good. The second one, I suppose it's because we knew what to expect. You know, we know how good he makes videos and, and what the event was about. And it's a great event because it's not like any competition you've ever been in. It's, uh, it's to music. It's fun. There just doesn't seem to be the pressure. It's all about just letting go, really, and having a good time. So it's, it's a unique format, totally different to the Masters, which is all like super serious. I, I don't know. I he does a, he does amazing work on on. Uh, I like all of his videos. I mean, he really. What's the uh, what's the event that uh, coincides with the forum there in the UK? Oh, the RCHA event. That that just happened, didn't it? Or is it about to happen? No, that just happened. Yeah, was uh, he out there filming? By the way. Yes, sir. was he? Uh, yes, I think he was. I'm not 100% sure. Yes, he, yeah, no, I am sure he was. But there was a film crew there from the Guinness World Records people as well. For the and hover, think, right? Yeah, for the hover. Huh. How did that Which, go? That takes ages. We were in that field for like three hours oh. for like five minutes flying. Because <laughs> there's just that many people. Trying to get them all in the air at the right time. 
How yeah, many people were there? Um, there was over 100. I think there was something like 111. Huh. That is a sight. Hmm. When you, like, look left and right, and it is just a sea of helicopters as far as the eye can see, just on this massive runway. But, of course, the problem there for the first time was somebody crashed. Not me, for a change, but somebody <laughs> stuck it in. And then somebody else landed to pick up the pieces, and, and everybody thought that was, you know, the minute over and landed. Great. So we had to do it all again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was like... Oh, please. Just but, hover you know, and be done with it. <laughs> have you ever tried staying still for a minute? Yeah. Especially upside down. That's like, whoa. <laughs> that's tough work, that is. Because to do a minute, you'll probably have to hover upside down for five yeah. over the same spot while they make sure that you've made a minute and everything else. It's crazy. And you're waiting for your, your fuel to run out or your batteries to go flat. <laughs> but... <laughs> Hot fun. Bring back the masters. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got to ask you: Was uh, Callum there? You, everybody remembers Callum. He used to be part of the the podcast. Was he there this year? Yeah, Callum was there. Was he flying? Do you know, I don't think he did. I'm not sure. I didn't see him fly. Hmm. Callum goes quite hot and cold on his flying. Oh yes, he does. He, yes, he you does. know he'll be back and then he'll go away for a bit and. But he's always around somewhere, and it was really nice to see him. He did come across and say hello. You know, so, Callum could be a really, really good pilot if he would just focus. Yes. He. Yep. Uh, I don't know, Nick and Justin and Jesse, if you know his story, but I'll quickly tell it. He flew simulator for better part of three years, never flew the real helicopter, finally got a real helicopter, and was smacking down on the first tank of fuel. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. It was just yeah. crazy. And he had a lot of talent, but he uh, <laughs> he just lacked the focus. Between the the music, you know, he's into that DJ stuff. So mm-hmm. that and the... Uh, yep. But uh, we haven't. We, need, we should probably get him on one of these days a long time. But anyway, we're not talking about Calum. We're talking about Rachel here. That's cool. You <laughs> should get him back one day, see what he's up to. I see a bit of him on Facebook. So yeah, I talk to him every now and again. Yeah. Still around, that's for sure. Yeah. So, Rachel, let's go back to the beginning. Uh, yes. When did you start flying helicopters? Well, uh, probably about when I was 16. I had a dad who was into model planes, so I kept getting dragged down the flying field. and I had to go with planes, planks, but, ooh, balsa dust when you crash them, aren't they? And then you have to make another one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not into crisp bags full of wood. It's you know, they I suppose each to their own. You know, I shouldn't decry planks, but they're not my thing. And then some guy bought, I think it what was it, a Robo Shuttle, and that was just amazing. He was just nobody could fly back then. You know, nobody had a clue. Right. But they were just something else to watch, and. Uh, he just asked if I wanted to try and fly it one day. Stupid man, but there you go. And, um, <laughs> so I just had to go, and I loved it. And I never got very far, I'll be honest with you. I think it took me two years to fly a circuit. I obviously got my own helicopter, and obviously family stuff happens and all the rest of it. And I just didn't bother for a long, long time. And then just totally out of the blue, a friend of mine bought a model helicopter, a guy in the UK called Peter Fouts. 
And uh, he sort of told me, and I was like, yeah, I can fly that. He was like, yeah, no way. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I can. And so I just ended up getting another helicopter and flying with Peter. And he's better than me now, but there you go. He's Mr. Sim. He likes his simulators. So yeah. There you go. He's a really controlled pilot. I think he's done quite well. He's had a two second places in his first competition, so he's good. Tell us what that but, first helicopter was. I mean, other than when you got back into it, what were you flying? Oh, when I got back into it, yeah. it was a T-Rex 500. Ah, nice. And I think, did they do a special edition one, an ESP or something? Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. I yep. think it was one of those. Can right. I say I never really liked it? <laughs> it was okay. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. It's just done. I mean, I've been back in the game three years now. And I'll be honest, it's taken me three years to find a helicopter. I really like to fly. And that is? Uh, I'll get shot for this, but it's a Raptor G4 Nitro. The (sighs) thing just rocks. Yeah, what do you like about it? Tell us what you like about it. It seems to know what I want to do and help me do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I need to find one of those for (laughs) me. (laughs) Sign me up. Well, I came from flying a, a rave for quite a while, and no matter what I did with the rave, I just couldn't make it me. It just, you couldn't make it fly tight. You couldn't sort of rein it in. It wanted to do big, and you never really felt on top of it. But the uh, the Raptor, that thing just helps you out. You know, it's a really good, really good heli. But But Nitro, right? Right? Oh, Nitro, yeah. Oh. Is there anything else? There isn't, Rachel. <laughs> no, thank oh, you. Man. Nitro, baby. Nitro rules. Oh, Dan found his new best friend. That's right. Oh, yeah. Electrics for people who can't work the pitch stick right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> nice. Nice. You guys know that. that? <sighs> awesome. I and love I mean, it. Come on, four minutes. Four minutes. What's that about? Everything's last longer than four minutes, so, you know, <laughs> batteries, they're cool. They've got their place. They do? Where? I'm not going flashlights? there. Flashlights? <laughs> Sorry? Flashlights? Flash- yeah, flashlights are good. <laughs> no, they're good in helicopters, too. Are they? To be honest with you, the power's awesome. But you- it is just duration. It isn't there yet, is it? Are you flying it? Do you have any electrics, or are you just pretty much sticking oh, with them? yeah, I was like... I nearly said swing one way, then the other, but I know how that's going to go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, we could have went there a long time ago. I mean, you had a few statements already that could have easily. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll. we'll... I'm a noob at this radio stuff, aren't I? So I'm like, forget it. I'm going to dig a big hole. We just stepped right over it and moved along, though. Thank you. For your convenience. But yeah, I have got electric helicopters. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I tried the Raptor. Electric, which is just a G4, but converted. Right. And, uh, you know, that hasn't got it like the Nitro has. There's something about Nitro. I don't know what. Uh, I had a Goblin, an SAB Goblin, uh, that Bert sent a pink canopy for. Cheers, Bert. I mean, that was awesome. But that died in a competition this year. Uh, It died nicely. It was going to die. (laughs) I was having a really crap time. And it was going in. I just decided that I'm better flying for the crowd, flying for fun, 
than I am at flying like set maneuvers and that sort of thing. So I just went out and had fun, and damn, it was fun. But I just added to Bert's bits pile, I think. It's just little pink <laughs> bits of carbon fibre all over that field. <laughs> there's, a, there's a video on YouTube somewhere of it going in. I think it was this year's, we call it the 3D Champs, and it was in the freestyle round at the end. And it was just, it was just having it. I've got it planned for a nice rolling tail slide all the way down to the ground, but he never made it that far. It's okay, though. Job done. Poor Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> so what other, okay, so are any other, uh, do you, how about micros? Are you into the micros? I've got a 130X, and it's amazing. Yeah. It's a really cool helicopter for what it is, you know. Yeah, yeah well. it's a It's a great, I'm going to use the word toy. It, it's a really clever toy. Obviously, it doesn't fly like a 90 size nitro, but it's brilliant for learning stuff. You know, but we live in a windy country and it's obviously not fab in the wind. So, it's fun. Tell us, ab- cool. tell us about your sponsors. Who, who are you flying for? Okay, I fly for a little shop that's actually Welsh. Uh, you'll have to look that one up. It's like a little country place. <laughs> They're okay. They're nice. Uh, and that's called Rotorcraft RC. All right. And obviously, OptiPower oh, and OptiFuel, they're like fuel. You know who OptiPower oh, is. Yeah, you guys do. do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But you don't yep. do OptiFuel, do you? No, they won't. No, it doesn't. It's too it expensive for them to you. import it. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, fly for them. Uh, I fly for, obviously, Railblades, Amy and Matt. And they just take me on as a pilot on their... Uh, factory side for their helicopter synergy so oh, that's pretty oh, cool awesome. that's like congrats cool. uh, so you, you was... got an n7 coming in the mail oh yes yeah just the one i'll need three <laughs> one to fly <laughs> one to crash and one to look good <laughs> but uh, yeah i'm building a an e7 at the moment because the n7 isn't out but hey guys don't get the idea that this stuff's cheap Nothing's for free. Oh, we oh I wish it was, oh. but no. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. We all know that one. Yes. But, uh, yeah. It, unless you're Tarek or somebody, you're going to pay for it. Indeed and it's going to be every penny you earn. But I wouldn't have it any other way. You know? <laughs> you know, I got to bring something up in this. I got I Before we... I, I was reading through Facebook the other day or just kind of, you know, going through it. And I saw a post you made. Uh-oh. Okay, I read that you're going. How is it you're going to Orlando? What? What? You live across the world. We live I on do. the same continent, and we're not even going. What's up with that? Uh, I've had a bit of a year. I had a sort of separation. I lost my house, uh, and I've gone into a rented place, and it gave me a little bit of spare money. But what it gave me is the sort of will to think. I'm not going to sit back and and waste my life. I'm going to enjoy it. I think it's probably like a one-year thing. I'll have run out of money by the time I get back to Orlando, for sure. But what a six days that's going to be. It doesn't get any better, does it? I like it a lot. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> Let's, we've got to work on your accent. I think you need to introduce this show with a British accent. That's not working. I can't huh? do a British accent. I'm from Shropshire. We don't have a British accent. Oh, really? We're like nearly 
Dudley in the West Midlands, so it's like... Sounds pretty British to us. Yeah, but you're Hold on, what's the difference between a British accent and an English accent? Oh, English is definitely very posh. They they, they do posh properly. You're heading to Orlando, and we're jealous. We're very jealous. Very. Don't, don't be jealous. Be getting on a plane and come too. If it were only that easy. Oh, I know. It's it's the world revolves around money, and that sucks, doesn't it? Really, yeah. especially when the money runs out. But you know, you've got to try and live life. You guys have a good time anyway. You've got your own events and things, haven't you? So. Yeah, but man, it would be fun to go to Orlando. I got to tell you that much. That would be a good yeah. one to go to. Yeah, that and Urcha. Urcha, we're planning on Urcha next year. You coming to Urcha next year, Rachel? Yeah, there's a plan. Is there? It's yeah, there is a plan. A couple of the girls want to go, and we're thinking about getting our own RV and and driving there from somewhere. I don't know where, but it sounds good. It yeah. sounds doable. Hell yeah! <laughs> you know, you'll have to stop should... by and say hi because we're going to be there with our own RV. Oh yep. yeah, we'll definitely be saying hi. That's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I want, I want to do Urcha. Uh But equally, I wanted to do Orlando because it's a bit smaller. You know, I mean, people probably don't know, but I'm quite shy, really. So really, yeah, I don't I'm not, like I'm not, I'm not, in front of I'm not picking crowd. that vibe up from you. Oh well, you don't you don't feel real shy to me. It's early. I'm not awake yet. <laughs> Hey, I want to I want to talk to you because uh, a lot of us here in the states uh, aren't aware, and I want to talk to you about your guys' equivalent of the AMA and the process okay. by which you guys need to. I, I, there's like proficiency levels, right? Can you tell us a yep. little bit about how that works? Yep, there is. We have something. We've got two over here. We've got the RCHA, that's uh, obviously the one you know of, and we've got something called the BMFA. Uh, and that provides our insurance, and they also do, well, they don't call them tests, but as you say, proficiency level, and pretty much over here, you need a B level to fly in any sort of competitions or any sort of biggish events where you might be demonstrating. So that's what we have, really. So tell us, where, where do you start in that whole area? I mean, what's the first level, and what does it take? Give us an idea of what what it takes to progress from one level to the next. Oh, okay. Well, obviously, first off, the BMFA is pretty much, I, I suppose, the biggest insurance provider. Uh, your AMA is like flying insurance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just mm-hmm. in case you crash into something valuable. Uh, doesn't cover your heli, of course. It just covers, like, third-party stuff. But uh, when you join that, you don't have to have any proficiency level. That's just to provide insurance. Uh, you can then do an A test, which is all about safety mainly and a little bit about flying but very basic flying sort of i don't even think there's there isn't a nose in hover for the a test it's just like a flying the figure of eight and and a couple of hovering maneuvers and that just sort of shows that you're safe that you know how to start the thing and stop the thing and uh, you know not to fly around in the pits or the car park and that sort of thing all basics really and then we've got the b which is a a whole nother cup of tea. Uh, had to get the tea in there somewhere, didn't we? Yes, you but did. <laughs> I did. There we go, you see. But, uh, yeah, the B is like, wow, that's hard. It's not really aerobatics. There's very little aerobatics in it. But if you can't hover 
any way that helicopter's pointing, you're going to struggle with the bee. And I think that's where a lot of the the simulator pilots have trouble because they like go straight into piriflips. They don't do hovering, do they really? And yeah. so there's a lot of good pilots in the UK that can't fly competitions because they can't get a bee. But uh, the bee is a it's a toughie. Callum would, Callum would be one of those pilots, I believe. Do you know Callum? Uh, I think he's got to be. In fact, I'm pretty sure he has. Because uh, I know he but, was struggling yeah. with it for a while. Do you know I'm not... A lot of time has passed since then, though, so... Yeah, lots of pilots do. Yeah. I mean, I know a great young pilot called Matt. He's amazing. And he is totally safe. But the bee really freaks him out. He's been looking to do it for a couple of years now. But uh, it'll be nice when he does. Having said that, you know... Flying in competitions isn't the be-all and end-all. It's uh, it's tough. It's a competition, isn't it? I think your sort of approach that you have in the US, you do a lot more just fun flies, don't you, and things like that? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a nice, friendly way of doing things. And certainly less stressful. I mean... I, I wish just... we had more competitions, though. It, it would be fun to compete on a little... Not, you know, a little lower level just for, you know, kind of the, the more average 3D guys. Because oh, being yeah. competitive can be kind of fun. Yeah, it can. Well, and depending on the fun fly, we'll do like little local competitions. But it's nothing that's recognized like outside of that field or that local area. Yeah. Are you saying that the majority of the, we'll call them heli get-togethers in the, in the UK, are, are mainly competitions and not so much just... Uh, gatherings so to speak fun flies as you called it not so much no but there's certainly quite a few competitions uh last year for the grassroots level now that is a good level grassroots uh they had three competitions and everybody who entered that loved it but i think the problem we've got in the uk is the the step from grassroots to intermediates is two worlds away it's you know Unless you're coming top of the grassroots, you're going to step into intermediates and you're going to be like midfield at best. And for a lot of guys, I mean, this doesn't affect me, but for for the guys, it seems to matter where they finish. And I think that can be a bit of an issue sometimes. But I just enter it all. You know, my view on competitions is you can sit behind the fence in a chair and you can watch or you can go and have a fly and enjoy yourself, and I'd rather fly, you know? Yeah. If you want to watch, that's what YouTube's for. If I go to an event, I want to fly. Even like Heli Masters, you know, uh, I flew, what, three times, I think, <laughs> because obviously spare space at Heli Masters is premium, yeah. and we were mm -hmm. so lucky to get time there to fly. Uh, so we did two girls' demos, one on the Saturday, one on the Sunday, I didn't even know about the Sunday one, which was good because at the time my helicopter was in a few bits. So there was a bit of a frantic rebuild, which is always fun in itself. But, uh, you know, if that's the sort of thing, that's what makes helicopter flying. Sort of the Sunday when it comes to it, all your friends pull together, everybody grabs a bit of helicopter oh, yeah. and you just fix the thing. You know, and that's what it's about for me, the fun and the friendship. It's not about trophies and places and, you know, how many competitions you win. I got trophies. 
None of them are for like competitive flight. They're all for the competitions like air, mm-hmm. um, where it's to music. Music's my thing. That's great because you can just let go. You reach a point in a music flight, usually at the end when you've calmed down, where you're not actually flying. It's like walking. You're just doing what you do and listening to the music, and that's what I like. So maybe the U.S. should look at things like that, that type of competition, where yeah. it's, you know, set maneuvers where you're just watching people do the same thing. Don't get me wrong. I know there's skill in it. It's where the skill is. But, damn, it's boring to watch. So, <laughs> you know. Could not agree more. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think having a music-type competition would be great. I mean, I don't oh. know about you guys, but I when I'm out flying alone, I put my music on and just hang out and do my thing. And yeah, yeah. I, I can see where you're coming from, Rachel. It's like by the time you get through the flight, you've just been listening to music. Yeah. You don't even think about it and get all stressed out about whatever it is you're trying to do. That's true. Now, if I could just stop the first minute and a half when I shake uncontrollably, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it doesn't matter how often you fly. Or who you fly in front of. The fear's still there, but maybe that's why we do it. I think you're right. I think that is part of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't think by any means I'm a show-off or anything, but there's got to be a reason why you put yourself through that much pressure. But uh, as I say, I love music. That's, you know, we mix our own tracks because you could fly to the same track for three minutes but it's pretty boring for the audience. It's far better to mix it up. And I'll usually start with some some sort of fastish classical type music and then put something really beaty in at the end that you can let go to. Not at all Bobby Watts. Bobby Watts, I've seen his music and and a lot of the stuff that you guys do. And it's it's very different. You know, it's it's not like the music we do in the UK guess different places have different musics don't they mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't think people would like the music i would pick <laughs> i would dan I, well i know justin would i know it justin. would it would be you and i and that would be pretty justin much and I it would just be having a ball see now there's a challenge for urcher isn't it <laughs> let's see you guys fly to some music they do music at urcher don't they oh yeah oh yeah, yeah there you go you could work on something. You hear that? But you know, you hear that, Jesse? That, that's yeah. that, that one's pointed to Jesse because you don't oh. yeah. you don't want to watch me fly. I do. I'll <laughs> fly with you any day. <laughs> you can be my wingman. It's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we. Uh, I don't know, man. I uh, I enjoy flying to music myself. When I and I do the same thing Justin does when I go to the field. And I'm out. There's never anyone there. So I have a stereo in my trailer and I just crank it and uh, it's a lot of fun. I do enjoy it, but uh, I have to turn it down when anyone gets there because it scares children away. The music I listen to. <laughs> and and a lot of adults. It too. makes the old, yeah, men, it makes the old men cry. And some other people. <laughs> it makes the old men cry. Is it that good? Is it? It's that, it's that offensive and loud and rude. Oh. Yeah. An Send old. me a link. Old. An old. <laughs> I don't think so. Old. Exactly. Get him, Justin. Get him. Sick him. <laughs> old. Is that old? He just called me. He, 
His picture on Facebook isn't old. Thank you. That's, a, that's Thank an you. old picture. That's the. Oh, yeah, that picture. I think point. I was 27 when I took that picture on Facebook. Yeah. Back yeah. in 19. 90... <laughs> She's fishing. She's fishing. That Dude, that was the most polite way of fishing I have ever heard. <laughs> that was nicely uh, done. You don't have to fish. I'll tell you how old I am. I'm 42 years old. Oh, you're young. Well, you're if, so I'm young, young. if I'm young, these guys are babies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but hey, go to Heli Masters. The best pilots are eight, maybe ten. I know, isn't that? Oh, isn't that? Jeez. I know. Hey, it, so, it is talking about, an eye opener. Talking about these young guys, we've had Heli Harry on before, right? Yeah. I haven't seen Harry's him fly cool. for a long time. I saw him. Tell us how he's doing. I mean, he came on the show, oh, man, two years ago. Uh, it was flying good back then. I imagine he's flying really freaking good now. He's good. He's really improved. No doubt about it. Uh, still very simulator-led because they are at that age, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, but, no, he's he's good. He seems to be enjoying it a lot more as well, which is nice. Yeah. I think he's just picked up a sponsorship from Agile or something yeah, like that. I, th- I think so, yeah. Yeah, Idiots. gone with them. But, no, Harry's great. And his sister, Lily May. Now, I want to see Lily May fly one day. Oh, is she, she's, is... she's only a baby, but she's cute. Now, doesn't doesn't he have, like, 15 brothers and sisters? Oh, yeah. It's a big family. A big family. I've never <laughs> seen them all in one place. And They're just... Is, is Harry the only one that flies that you know of? Or? I think so. I think Harry's the only one that flies. I know Lily May's had a go. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm trying to think how old she is now. She's like about eight, something like that. His dad, Mark, doesn't even fly anymore, does he? No, but that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 he's one of those pilots. I want to elaborate oh, no, on Mark's that. Mark's cool. I'm just joshing with you, but no. He's uh, <laughs> I don't think I've seen him fly more than about twice ever. Harry does the fly. Yeah. Mark's the, you know. Mark's the mechanic. Uh, sometimes. I actually saw some pictures of Harry building, so that's probably changed. But, you know, back when he's really young, uh, I think Mark was handling a lot of his mechanic. And, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, I suppose, a whole other story. This is the difference, though, isn't it, between experience and simulator? Yeah. You know, it's it's... You can't teach experience. Having said that, like I said, the the kids at the Heli Masters are just unbelievable. And I I say now, to be honest, I think if you're over 21, you haven't got a hope at Heli Masters now. You know, it's it's a sort of level and a sort of flying that older people just aren't going to do. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a great competition. It certainly seems to be the world's biggest one, doesn't it? So, well, maybe, you know, I mean, obviously Urcha's bigger because that's just huge. Yeah, but, but it's not necessarily competition-driven. That's it's, right, yes, that's true. It's uh, more commercial than anything else. So what's on the horizon? I mean, the flying season's about done over there in the UK. I imagine you guys have about the same weather we have here in the, at, at where our region of the States, anyway. There's a season? No, we just fly. Oh, come on now. <laughs> you that, that, that you can you fly in this weather? Winter. We can fly in snow. Well, we can too, but it does, I mean, does it not get like 10 degrees? 
what below? Yeah, but that's cool. It doesn't get ten below where you live. It can. Yeah. We not, get, we're we not get talking cold Celsius cold. here. We're talking Fahrenheit. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. We're talking like minus ten Celsius. Yeah, I don't know what that is. What is that, Justin? Convert that for me. I don't know off Come the top on, of my dude. head, dude. Come on, you're the seriously? one that's supposed to convert numbers, man. Yeah. It's know. it's like fourteen F, dude. That's cold. That's cold, cold, but it's not the end of the world. It'd be the end of my world. It'd be the end of, I don't go out when it's that cold. <laughs> we get colder, but you know, it's it just changes in the winter. In the winter, you sort of go and fly at your club with your club mates rather than go anywhere. But that's that's cool. It gives you a break. You need a break by the end of the season, don't you? Really? Yeah, you do. You know. Yeah. I think so, the weather in the UK is a lot like what uh, you guys deal with over there in the Northwest, Pacific Northwest. Real rainy. We're rainy over there, isn't it? Well, if it gets to minus 10C where Rachel is, that's a little colder than we usually see. I think see. that's rare, though. I don't think it generally gets that cold there. Right, Rachel? It doesn't. It, it can for quite a... It's sort of in the two months of winter. You know, we just tend to have a lot of wind, uh, which is annoying, and a fair bit of rain. Last year was really good. We've had a great year this year, but the year before, it was just like 10 months of rain. It was ridiculous. No, Every sort of event got rained, and it wasn't fun. <laughs> I don't know what the, I don't know that feeling. We don't get we don't get a lot of rain where I live. Oh, they'll be having some when I go to Orlando. It's sort of normal. I'll bring some with me, so we'll see if they do rain. <laughs> I, I think that's the good time of year to visit over there. Is it like cooler? I uh, hope it's not too hot. I don't think it's super hot in December there. I think that's a good weather. Good weather time for those guys. It should be it should be good. I, I've never been. I've no idea what Orlando's like. I mean, I've been to Orlando when I was a kid, but I've never flown in Orlando. So we'll see. Hopefully it's nice and relaxed. That's what I'd like to see. Everybody just having a laugh. I and, think you're you know. going to see that. Absolutely. I think, I think, I think they do a good job over there. Um, I think it's going to be a fun event. I wish we could make it. Damn it. Mm. Well... <laughs> There's other events and other times. Yeah, you know, I suppose. Not, not everybody can go to everything, can they? I mean, I, you guys have your own event that you do, don't you? Did you do an event this year? We did. We did. And we're doing one next year as well. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Are you it's coming? Are you going to come to it or what? To me? Yeah. I'd love to come. <laughs> it's just all revolves around money, doesn't it? That's the, the sad bit. Yeah. And uh, I don't, I really don't know how the. Uh, the sort of top-line pilots, you know, I mean, I've just been to Switzerland, to the Alpine Heli Smackdown there, and you've got all of the top-line pilots go to that. I think the only ones that were missing this year was Burton Tarek, but certainly all the European ones. Yeah. And it, it must cost them so much money to go to these places. I don't know where they get it all from. They must rob a bank or something, I guess. But They sell drugs <laughs> on the side. Yeah, could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, my secret's out. <laughs> so, guys, got a question for you. Where is your one-stop shop for high-powered motors, upgrade performance parts, and, of course, some sexy bling for nearly any model of heli? Definitely KDEDirect.com. That's right. So whether you want to turn your heli into a performance machine 
or you just wanted to stand out a little bit, visit kdedirect.com for all your upgrade needs. So you're going to be sporting the Synergies when you get to Orlando then, huh? Only the electric. The Nitro's not going to be out, so the Raptor's going, the Nitro, and the uh, E7. I've not not even flown a Synergy yet, ever. But for me, it's about the people. I like to think that, I don't want to sound conceited, but I'm helping them as well as they're helping me. It's about people you can talk to. I suppose it's great being sponsored by a huge company and whatever, like, should we say, a line? But, you know, there's going to be no contact with them is there really yeah, they don't ever talk to mr a do they no whereas like synergy you talk to amy and matt and they're lovely people i mean they came to the rcha do and i went out and i flew with amy and and that's just incredible it's hell of a pilot but uh you know i'd rather fly for somebody i've got some passion for and want to fly for them uh-huh. yeah. than just fly for somebody that offers a deal. You know, in other words, it's not about the money. Yeah. I've got to sort of feel connected with them, which is maybe why I have to pay to go to Orlando myself. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, maybe a line would have been a good one. <laughs> yeah. Anybody got Mr. A's phone number? Uh, I have it. I'll give it to you when we're done here. No, I don't, I don't think so, to I, be honest. I do no, Nothing wrong with the line helicopters. They're great. But... but? You've got to fly something with a soul. Oh. <laughs> Love it. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Dan. guys, see that going through the window? That was my line I I'm, sponsorship. I think I'm going to edit that out of that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I like that comment. Your helis have no soul. Man. My helis have no soul. Yeah. Well, They're soulless. <laughs> I give my helis soul. So we'll see. I'm looking forward to the synergy, actually, to see whether... Somebody can make an electric helicopter that's got some soul? Because I haven't found it yet. Yeah. The Goblin was awesome. What a show machine. What an absolute hooligan of a helicopter. <laughs> but you get bored of doing really fast, tight turns and listening to it scream after a while, don't you? So, it's cool. But I just like my Nitro. So... Yeah. Hurry up with the N7. That's what we need. Yeah, and I, I think, think that's right. going to be a big seller, to be honest. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, I think it's it. going to be huge. I think Nick's going to be getting one. I think there's a I, queue. And I'm like somewhere so. right at the bottom, but hey-ho. <laughs> we'll get one. Yeah. I, I actually am going to be looking for a new nitro airframe here pretty soon, too. So, Well. I don't know. I'm not going to be a sponsored you know, answer with that one. I think the G4 is one of the best out there, but I haven't flown the N7 yet. I've seen the N7, and the design is really good. It's everything I like. I like the wide frame spacing, and it's certainly rugged, and I, I like them to be light, and it's certainly light. But right now, out of what I've flown Nitro-wise, the G4 is just a world apart, but the spares prices are a joke. Isn't that ridiculous? I know. That's why I can't afford to stay flying them, you know. Uh, that's why it's great to be, you know, asked to fly Synergy because at least I can get a little discount on the spares and I need that because I'm not a superstar. I crash. I'm a rubbish pilot. But 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> if, if you're going to get out there and, and fly, you're going to crash. And as I say, I'm not on an unlimited free budget like here's all the bits you need. Some people are, but, you know, not me, so... Well, it, it I, I am. I, 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 I'm, I, that's how, that's what that's how it works for me. And I don't know if you know that I'm on. A, I have an unlimited budget. Just rains do. money in Montana. It does. It does. <laughs> I got a money tree in the backyard. We have a special soil here in Montana. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you've got in Montana. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't Montana that big empty place? Oh my god! They have to get a little money tree money, just to get out of the right there. Cannot believe. Think about the UK, except with only three other people. <laughs> and a couple no, of farm I animals. the UK was like Dan's backyard. It's that big there. I can't believe that I'm getting shit about Montana from somebody that lives in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe <laughs> uh, Hey, I'll great. come over and fly with you. It's not a problem. <sighs> All right, got me good. I need I need someone to fly with because, as Jesse so eloquently just pointed out, there's only three people in the state, and none of them fly helicopters, and a couple of farm animals, and a couple of farm animals. <laughs> oh, don't start him on the animals. Oh Jesus! We don't need to go there, do we? <laughs> no, ma'am. The conversations a, Dan's had with puppy? the sheep, as it turns out, you'd be amazed. <laughs> When did this turn to pick on Dan time? I need to know. Sorry, I'm like that. I can sort of work around people. <laughs> That's right. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. We did a bit on Nick. Jesse, you're next. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make fun of Jesse for a little bit. I want to hear what you have to say. Is Jesse the compass guy? He is the compass guy. Oh, yeah, I am is. the compass guy. Ah, nice. Good hellies, right? Sorry? I said good good hellies, right? Compass, yeah. Nothing oh, wrong with yeah. compass. Wait a minute. Do they make hellies too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, they, they have a they have a couple where you know, small, just starting out, so see what it turns into. Oh that's cool. No compass are cool. <laughs> All helicopters are cool. I can't think of any bad ones. Should we name and shame the bad ones? Wakara. Anybody think of one? Wakara? Yeah, that's not a helicopter. That's a toy. <laughs> a bad <laughs> helicopter. Um, Ooh. Uh, LEQ. There you go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Are they even around anymore? They're not, yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> are they even around? Here's a bad. Thunder Tiger. No, they're, they're good, just shitty spares prices. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Hey, yeah. wait a minute. Didn't you get an E700? Yeah, I did. I did get an E700. Uh, and it doesn't have soul? I haven't flown it. So She builds helicopters I, on your schedule, Justin. No, I <laughs> well, the Synergy deal thing came across at a really inappropriate time because it was halfway through the E700... And obviously with going to Orlando, Matt and Amy wanted me to fly a Synergy, which I hadn't got. So I actually borrowed Peter Fawkes' kit uh, because he'd got one that he hadn't built. So he's got my E700. He's borrowing that at the moment. So he's going to finish off the radio install and 
and have a blast with that while I go to Orlando and kill his E7. That'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like That's a what friends are for. Yeah. That's what friends do, right? It is, yeah. That's what friends do. And he's a top guy, so, you know, I mean, to do that, it, you know, he he's waited for that kit and forked out the money for it. And he was just like, you can't get an E7 from that because they haven't got one right now. Take mine, you know? Wow. Solved a, solved a lot of problems and a lot of, you know, uh, just issues, really. So that was all good. So he's got the E700. Uh, it's an awesome helicopter, but damn, it's small. I mean, I'm used to the G4, which is big. The E700 runs the same blades, but it's like a, a 50 size mainframe. It's tiny. So I would expect it to be quite powerful. I think it's going to be a wicked heli. So we'll just. I have think to one's see. on my list. Oh, yeah. I think I'm, one's on I'm interested list. in it as well, that's you for sh- sure. You sheeple. It's, uh, it's very clever. A lot of clever things like the lower frames that uh, come off. So hopefully, if you crash it in the right way. You'll just do the lower frames in the undercarriage and leave all your radio set up and everything else okay. But uh, they're a good heli, but they got the spares prices right. Uh, I think it's in the UK, it's it's about £50 for an entire crash kit, whereas we were almost paying £50 for a boom for a G4. Man, that's heavy. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah, I think it's actually, to be accurate, thirty-four ninety-nine for a boom. Just the boom. So if I took the boom off my G4 in a crash, by the time I put the torque tube in it and the stays and all the little bits like fins and brackets, you could spend 120 quid. That's a lot of money. Oh, that's pounds. Sorry, you probably don't understand quid. 120 squids? Squids, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We call pounds. But that's that's a lot. And your guys' money is heavy. That is a ton. Yeah, you guys have heavy it, money over there. Heavy. Oh yeah, stick a G4 in, and it will. I'm gonna cost keep me going with the heavy pounds. money thing until someone acknowledges it. Nope, because it's <laughs> we, dead. We get Dan. We get it. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it, but I'm British. Yeah, yeah. we will forgive. Email you. me later. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the E7's going to Orlando, most likely to crash. So P- Peter's going to get some of it back. Not sure which bits. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest ones. Uh, maybe no, maybe not. It depends how much you like it. <laughs> you might not ever get it back. But no, seriously, I've got him another one in the pipeline that's coming. So, so he will get a new kit to replace the one he's lent me. Excellent. But really, that's what I like about this hobby. People do just help. You know. Oh man, absolutely. We know. <laughs> Yeah, we love that. That's yep. fantastic. Well, Rachel, uh, thanks for, for stopping by. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, you should stop by again sometime. Of course, any time. Uh, absolutely no trouble at all. Why don't, you, uh, why don't you plan on coming back after you get back from Orlando and tell us about your trip? How would that be? That would be great. Heck That's yeah. That's not a problem at all. I could be RCHN in Orlando. There you go. That'd be yeah, fun. there you go. <laughs> That'll be perfect. So we, uh, first of all, you know, congratulations on the on the synergy deal, and 
Yes. Man, we uh, we wish you nothing but the best as you continue on in the hobby and a fantastic representative of the hobby. And, and Thank you. But remember, it's all just about the fun. That's what it's for. <laughs> you got you it. You got it. <laughs> all righty, Rachel. Well, thanks for stopping by, and uh, we look forward to talking to you after Orlando. I will be straight back on after Orlando. You take care, guys. Lovely to speak to you. Bye now. All right. Talk to you later. Have fun. If there's one thing I've learned since I've gotten into this hobby, it's that if you're going to buy it, buy it once and buy quality. With my recent purchase of the iCharger 4010 Duo, I feel like not only did I get quality, but I'm going to get exceptional charging performance. So if it's time to upgrade your charging system, buy it once, buy it right. www.progressiverc.com Alrighty, guys, that was Rachel Plant. What a hoot. Uh, she's a kick in the pants. Um, she's great, man. She wanted I never to, get tired of the accent oh, either. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She wanted to, she forgot, she forgot to mention one thing, and I think, Justin, you took notes on that, didn't you? I did, yeah. So what Rachel wanted us to, she was going to do it, but alas, we have to record it ourselves here. And she wanted to send out a thanks to Trevor Wollinger, from Midland Helicopters for hanging out with her and helping out at Helimasters. Excellent. So here's the deal. I had such a good time with her on that I think, and I, I don't know, guys, I think it'd be fun to do like a regular segment with her, kind of a UK perspective from Rachel Plant. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I definitely. Think, I think she was into that. I think that's something she's going to enjoy doing. So we're going to. We're going to try to get her back on the show. She's coming to Orlando, as she mentioned in the interview. And um, we're going to get her on the show so she can tell us all about that. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. So here we are. And, uh, you know, struggling along again with some technical difficulties. Seems to be the uh, the way things go <laughs> lately. Theme. We're not retarded. Like, we actually know how to do this. We promise it it worked for so many episodes. (laughs) Uh, Out of our hands. Yeah, so we're going to just kind of wrap this one up. Let's see. What should we do? First of all, I guess, let's just, uh, how how can they get a hold of us? If if they wanted to get a hold of you, Nick, how could they do that? If our listeners did. Uh, You would shoot me an email at nick at rchelynation.com. Justin, if I wanted to get a hold of you. You could shoot me an email at justin at rchelynation.com. And Jesse? Shoot me an email at jesse at rchelynation.com. I am Dan. You can reach me at dan at rchelynation.com or Dan K. Reed on the forums as well. And I would invite all you guys to, to take a look at our forums. They seem to, be, uh, seem to be picking up. I also, too, want to make a mention because uh, I actually did get a chance to use it. Granted, it's been a while. Power supply guy. James. 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 That's what it is. JC on the forums, right? That's what he goes by. Yep. Go check out that um, thread that he's got. These little power supplies are really cool. And he does a fantastic job. Plug and play, my friends. I have 24 volts of plug and play charging power at my fingertips. Granted, it's not in the fancy charging case yet. But nonetheless, I can still use it, and I was able to use it a few weeks ago when I 
actually did go to the field. Uh, go take a look at that. Um, fantastic deal for you guys that don't want to mess with, you know, figuring out how to wire those up yourselves. And the nice thing about the way he's do- he does it, as the tech tip that uh, that Justin did, you, no cutting grounds or worrying about floating. You just plug these bad boys in. You know what I mean? That's beautiful. I like that. He's done all the work for you. And then he's got some uh, uh, banana terminals, I guess. What are those? Banana plugs? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Banana, jacks. banana, banana jacks. jacks. Yep. Just plug it right into your charger. Boom. Done. Done. He even provides you with a little jump wire that goes between the 12 and 24 volt side. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And if you, I think if you only want a 24 volt one, uh, he can do, he'll do that as well. Yeah, I saw that. He's kind of nice. changing the configuration a little bit. Yeah. I want to give a thanks to one of our listeners. Now, he, he helped me out with a... I, some of you guys probably... This bug in our forum had been going on quite for quite some time. I noticed it. Had no idea how to fix it. A listener, Patrick Reynolds, sent me an email a while back. He's like, Dan, I think I know how you can fix that little bug. And he just kind of sent me some code... And he said, here, type this in, in a very specific location, tell me where to type it, and what do you know? Those, when you bring up a picture in the forums now, you can actually see the picture. You <laughs> Wonderful guys, idea. You guys, you guys remember hey, that bug? You, you, would, you would open the picture and it would be kind of grayed out? Yeah. No mm-hmm. more. So if you're still experiencing that, it is fixed. You're going to have to clear your cache and then reload the page. Problem solved. So... Thank you, Ryan. I love our listeners. Yeah, thank you, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever your name Whatever is. your name is, I am going to send you an old school RC Heli Nation t-shirt for helping me out like that. I've got your address. Nice. Should be coming soon. All right? Sweet. Yeah. I want to give a, a free bump and, and a big thank you to, I just can't say thank you enough to everyone uh, at Progressive for you know just taking the time to email back and forth and send me those caps and it just it was a a a real big reminder that there are you know there there's always going to be places that you can go and buy something for a couple bucks less but the service that you get out of, <laughs> out of a good shop is just it's worth its weight in gold so robin Dave Yarden at Progressive. Thanks, guys. You guys, uh, I just really appreciate that. And one last reminder, too. Don't forget, go to the webpage and order yourself an RCHN hat. That's right. They're shipping yeah. out. I mean, we're, we're I'm cranking them out now. Get nice. them while the getting's good. Of course, I don't suspect we're going to have any problem getting those. Nope. Uh, the way we have it set up now with the manufacturer that's making them for us. Yep. No. And they're a good, like, these are actually really good, thick, like, they're just, they're nice hats. They are nice hats. They're really nice. I'm, yeah. I'm very happy with um, with how they've turned out. Um, yeah. Mine actually showed up. I was going to write a complaint letter about the customer service there at RC Hilly Nation. but as it turns out mine actually was sitting at the post office i just hadn't had a chance to go get it i noticed something mainly because i don't know if i would have noticed it but since nick pointed it out it's very evident that the uh 
the microphone actually has changed a little bit. It kind of sticks out a little bit better now. The colors were changed a little bit. I did. I might have added a little bit of metallic in there. <laughs> so I got it also to my buddy Quinn. He sent me a text. He's like, dude, fantastic hat. The only problem is now I have to order another one because the girlfriend saw it. And if there's anything, you know, we've had some kind of random oddball requests. Uh, we do learn as we go, like 100%, because we really do have no clue what we're doing. Um, if there's something specific, you know, uh, that you guys want, uh, let us know. You know, just uh, weird random stuff. If it's coffee you know, be- beanies or coffee mugs or, or neck straps, just because we don't offer it now and we don't know, you know, if we, if it's something that's feasible, because uh, I'll be honest, you know, you get home you put in 50 hours a week or something like that and you come home and it's like what are you doing i'm gonna box up 50 (laughs) t-shirts i think we got to do rchn engraved flasks as long as no one turns me in for child labor laws then you know because it's a fun game and we count when we do it so it's okay you're teaching it's a teaching game (laughs) it's a a learning experience one box one hat two box two hats (laughs) No, but if there's uh, something that you guys, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do our best to, to see if we can't make it happen. Absolutely. Yep. And on that note, guys, we're going to call it. This has been episode 111. We sure, one, hope you one, enjoy, one. we sure hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week, guys. We will see you next Monday. Adios. We'll see you next week. Later, guys. Cheers. This has been a production of RC Heli Nation LLC and is brought to you in part by Heli Pros, KDE Direct, Progressive RC, and Jens Ace Batteries. We thank you for listening, and if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to send us an email. Use the one that says Epic Diva. Because <laughs> you are an Epic Diva. <laughs> I do. I can. I believe I can fly. They all, they all oh, okay, yeah, you're similar. freaking me out now. Huh? That was pretty epic and diva ish. <laughs> Why, thank is, you. Nick is an Epic Diva. <laughs>